Do you know what I realized today? What's that? Not even milk can stop <laughs> me now. <laughs> Hello, kids, and welcome to another episode of My Spooky Gay Family. I am your resident spooky drag queen, Pissy Miles. And I'm your resident spooky smartass, Sam Baxter. And I'm Bob. <laughs> and this is my spooky gay family. Sam Baxter. Hello, Pissy Miles. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm rolling along quite literally after the heavy <laughs> dinner I had tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, kids, and welcome to another episode. We are very excited to be back. It is week nine. nine, <laughs> nine Hold, nine. please. <laughs> it is week Ten. Ten of the 13 weeks of Halloween. <laughs> One day I will remember which week we're in. Uh, it is, oh my God, that means we only have three weeks left. That is correct. Oh, that's fair. I don't like that. I don't either. Oh, okay. I'm not. <laughs> I'm disappointed the season is coming I'm not. Co- I'm not coming for you i was just saying I, I i don't even know what to say i'm i'm very sad that we're almost at the end of the 13 weeks of halloween i'm still trying to figure out how like three weeks of october is enough for most people they're like okay that's spooky season and we're done i don't really know either that's why i don't understand they're always like oh spooky season starts october 1st i'm like the fuck it does it starts september 1st at least really usually for me like august 15th i'm like i don't (laughs) i don't need i don't need the last little bit of summer i kind of hate it anyway so it's like just give me just give me the spooky shit especially this year like mid-september i was like i'm done let's move on it's halloween time mid-september yeah we started like august 1st i know you guys did (laughs) I do like the summer, so I like to hold on to it a little bit. But mid-September, I'm good. I'm like, right, what is it you it. like about the summer? Everything you hate. I actually really like the heat. I like the like how everything's like alive, unlike the winter. And like it's speaking of which, we have a very special guest <laughs> with us today, <laughs> probably for the last time. Uh, oh, okay. We have <laughs> we have the one and only Barb. Is, Hi. Is here. <laughs> yeah, I'm back so soon. Barb, hello, Barb. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm feeling a little bit comatose because I had a mega fries from TGIF, which is meant for multiple people, and it was just for me today. <laughs> so, <laughs> a little bit on carb overload at the moment, but that's okay. Yeah, I I mean, I had a rather large dinner as well, and I'm like, finally just now starting to digest it. Like, I, I feel like for the first, the first, like, couple hours after I ate it my body was just like oh no (laughs) (laughs) your body has to like readjust it's like moving organs around it's like no put the liver over there the liver over there we gotta make room (laughs) (laughs) and that's why I'm glad dad doesn't organize my body because if dad was like inside he'd be like okay put the heart in the legs (laughs) (laughs) We'll just come back to that later. We'll, come, we'll, we'll get it later. Okay, but the lungs, they go in the ears. Move the lungs to the ears. And it's like, Dad, the lungs don't fit in the ears. He's like, put the lungs in the ears. Dad just is like, totally, Dad has to make it as complicated as possible. Who's recording this? You were nanny. <laughs> we did. We Bob and I were standing there talking to nanny today, and she was like, God, I love him, but he knows how to push my buttons. <laughs> Well, aren't you a narc? You're narking out on her talking behind his back. Well, it wasn't behind his back. It was all very loving. It was to the side. It was. It was. It was, <laughs> it was to the distant butt. <laughs> uh, yeah, Nanny and I were were talking, and she was she was like she's like he does it all because he cares so much for us. He loves us all so much, but he like overcompensates. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> She's like, I tell him I want three apple turnovers. And he comes home with nine. What am I supposed to do with nine apple turnovers? And I'm like, I don't see why this is a yeah, problem. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she was telling me once about something. And I was like, yeah, okay. Okay, nine. Yeah, like, yeah that sounds That right. should get you to Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that would then get me third tomorrow. <laughs> is he going back to BJ's? Is that yeah. why you're upset? He has to, he has, he has to go back and get more. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was my day. I was commiserating with Nanny over Apple turnovers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am very excited that we are in our 10th week, even if it is, even if that does mean we are coming to the end, the close of, of the 13 weeks of Halloween. Um, you know, what's weird is I saw today online, someone shared the, um, they shared the like lineup for the 31 days of Halloween. Mm-hmm. But it was on. It, it wasn't like it, I guess ABC Family doesn't exist anymore, right? No, it's it's freeform. Free gone. Yeah. Oh. They just changed the name. They, well, yeah, yeah, they but. changed it to. It's called Freeform now. But I always thought that like I don't know. It's always weird when something like I. It's not like I had some w- attachment to ABC Family, but for some reason it was like, oh, that's sad. And it's like, but why? It's not that sad. Well, you don't even like fucking when, watch it. It's like when the WB became the CW, and I was like, what the fuck's going on? I know. It's very Turn me strange. Through a loop. Felt totally different. <laughs> but you know what's also <laughs> weird is I the reason I had to look at what channel was producing it is like the first like six days were like Hocus Pocus and The Nightmare Before Christmas, which by the way, kind of iffy on whether or not that should be there. But <laughs> that's, a, that's a that's a Halloween movie. It's kind of a Halloween movie. It's kind of a Christmas movie. It takes place in Halloween Town on Christmas. I mean, yeah. You watch it in November, you split the difference. Yeah, I'm going to go with Sam yeah. on this one. Yeah, uh, but again, they're showing it like like 30 times in 31 days. But <laughs> <laughs> but there was the first six days were like that. They were like, Hocus Pocus and Nightmare Before Christmas. And then night like seven, it was like Scream and Scream 2. And I was like, this really? is this ABC Family? I was like, they're showing Scream? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, but it's edited for television. All the good stuff's cut out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Billy, calm down. (laughs) And speaking of Scream, if you guys missed our watch along uh, uh, a week or two ago, you can still check it out on the My Spooky Gay Family Facebook page. It is still there. And if you want to see more watch alongs, you can go to patreon.com slash my spooky gay family. That's it. Mandatory. <laughs> mandatory plug is over. <laughs> I've finished all of my my plugs for, for the Patreon. Um, yes, we did. We watched Scream and it was a lot of fun. But there are other movies that I think are important to this season. And we're going to keep that rolling along today with one of our favorite <laughs> Halloween movies. And by the way. This is a Halloween movie. It is not, well, I don't want to say it's not scary, but it is not a horror movie. It is a Halloween movie. And I'm shocked and slightly disappointed in me for not (laughs) mentioning it (laughs) during our, our Halloween movies episode, because this is like quintessential Halloween movie. It might've been like briefly mentioned, but this movie has not been discussed at length on our podcast, and I'm kind of upset about it. No, but that's what today is for. <laughs> I mean, true. And when I told uh, Miss Barb over here <laughs> that we were talking about this movie, uh, he was like, you guys are talking about that? And I was like, come do the podcast. And he was like, okay. <laughs> it was really hard to convince, yeah. <laughs> it, took, it took all of like a half a second. Um, the movie that we were talking about today is one of my personal favorites it is a very 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 favorite almost as many as trick-or-treat <laughs> <laughs> and uh it is a little movie called Ernest scared stupid and it is such a good movie the thing that kills me about this movie is this is like art <laughs> do you know what I mean like this is like high camp this is it's so good it's farce I mean, yes, it's definitely farce. You don't. You wouldn't call this. Maybe it's not camp, but it's surreal, surrealist. What? What would absurdist. you call it? What? Absurdist. Absurdist. I think yeah. that's a good way of describing it. It's like, it's kind of ridiculous. It's actually a lot ridiculous. <laughs> <It is. laughs> but that's kind of uh, who Jim Varney was as a person. Um, for those of you who have never seen the movie before, this is kind of a. Uh, 
a staple of of Halloween movies. It is a kids movie technically, but I would argue that it's kind of a family movie. A lot of people yeah. kind of think of this as a kids movie, but I I enjoy it as much today as a 32-year-old uh as I did when I was like there 8 are, or 9. There are some jokes in there that are meant for like the parents and the adults who are watching it. So it's not like Yeah, like there are jokes. Like there's that one joke when when he's talking about the Ottomans yeah. and and he, and and uh he's like, "So what do we need?" And the kids like, "We need to defeat the Ottomans." And he's like, "I thought we needed a dress shield." shield. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> To a nine-year-old, like, that doesn't even make sense. It's so stupid. But it's like, to an adult, you're like, that's fucking funny. <laughs> I thought we needed dress shield. Um, so for those of you who have not seen the movie before, it is a really, really great movie. There's kind of a lexicon of Ernest movies. who, And mm. Ernest is a character that I believe was originally created for the stage by Jim Varney. It was for commercials. Oh, co- you're right. It was commercials. Yeah. Um but Jim Varney was kind of a local comedian and and kind of a just a, 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 a I guess like an entertainer, kind of a jack of all trades. He actually didn't. He, wasn't he like a Shakespearean actor or something? It was weird. He was a he was a, a Shakespearean actor and he was very capable. The thing about Jim Varney and this is something that they say about a lot of actors who play characters like this is that he was very very intelligent. Mm-hmm. He was kind of like the way Robin Williams was, mm-hmm. where it's like. To play that stupid, you have to be really smart because you have to be in on the joke. So Jim Varney was very much in on the joke. He was very well aware of who uh, Ernest was. And so he created this kind of series of movies starring this character of Ernest. And Ernest was just this kind of like bumbling idiot. (laughs) (laughs) And you ended up with movies like Ernest Goes to Jail, Ernest Goes to School, Ernest Joins the Army, or or Ernest Joins the Military. I I forget what the name of it is. I don't remember. I know he plays basketball at one point. That's a funny one. He does play basketball. And then the the one that in my – Ernest Saves Christmas was one of them. Uh, But the one, at least in my opinion, that has kind of – withstood the test of time (laughs) is Ernest scared stupid yes and that is the movie that like every Halloween everybody wants to watch because it's so funny but strangely also like really scary to a child (laughs) yeah it terrified me when we were little especially the um the part where he chases Kenny yeah the troll (laughs) Jim Barney Um, Sam, were you scared of this movie as a kid? I was a little older than you guys, as you like to point out regularly. Um, <laughs> if I was nine, you were at least almost 12. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if I was six, almost nine. <laughs> yes. Many other ages. Um, so I wasn't actually that freaked out by this one. Really? Really. I mean, I thought it was funny, and I thought it was a good movie, but I wasn't I wasn't as freaked out about it. Not even the part where she, like, has to look under the bed. That part scared the shit out of me as a kid. I, and even though I knew it was coming because I'd seen the movie before. <laughs> and I was like, don't do it, girl. <laughs> He's under the bed. He's, He's not, not under the bed. He's on the bed. See you, girl. Get out of here. <laughs> He's like R. Kelly. Yeah. Where is he? Um, the, the thing that scared me about it is, like, Trantor, the, the um, troll in this You know character. his name? He says it in the movie. Like one time. Yay, I call on the <laughs> Trantor. <laughs> or yeah, I call thee forth. I forget what the yeah, fucking yeah. line is. Like, but when will that ever happen? <laughs> <laughs> but when will that ever happen? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the troll's name is Trantor. And he is, uh, uh, he is, in my opinion, the scariest version of a troll that has ever been made. Yeah, they did a really good job making him look. Terrifying. Do you do you know the name of the studio that made? Um, um, it's the Kyoto Brothers. The Kyoto Brothers. Yeah. And uh, Sarah pointed out when we were watching it that uh, it was. She said it looked like the clowns from Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and then it was confirmed that it is the same company that made the clowns in that movie. Which is why it's so funny that like, uh, it ended. They they had kind of a resemblance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, no, there were definitely a couple of trolls at the end of this movie that look like the clowns from Killer. Yeah, they they used the same molds and just repainted them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's what I think we should start with 
why this movie scared the shit out of me as a kid. <laughs> um, I remember, I don't remember if it was the last episode. It was the one with, uh, I forget when we were talking. Oh, it was um, the anniversary episode. We, we were, so it was about two weeks ago. We were talking about um, the house we grew up in, mom's house. And the basement, that kind of creepy, weird basement that had, like, the laundry room that was cut off from the main area that had the bar in it. And it was all kind of, like, dark. And there was a long, at least when you're a little kid, there was a long staircase going into the basement. And I remember as a kid being terrified to go in that basement, which sucked because that was where, like... That was like the entertaining room. Yeah. So the the TV was down there. So after school, we would all go down in the basement and like play video games or watch TV. And it was horrible because if I wanted to go down there alone, A, it horrified me just being down there alone. But B, I hated going back upstairs because I was always afraid that the troll from this movie, Trantor, was going to chase me up the stairs. I was horrified. Specifically this troll. I mean, it's because there was that door right at the bottom of the stairs that went into the laundry room. Yeah. Right when you got to the bottom of the stairs, there was like a door on your left that went into the laundry room. And the whole basement was like, it was finished, but it was like kind of not. Yeah. yeah. It was like half finished. They had just put like carpet down over concrete. Over concrete. Yeah. But it was all kind of like dark and creepy. I don't know. It, yeah. it, and the light was like at the bottom of the stairs, right? That was the thing. I'm pretty sure it was. Well, there had to have been one at the top, right? Maybe there was one on both. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, it's been so long. long. Yeah, I mean, long it's been so long since we lived in that house. But the fact of the matter is that as a child, anytime I was like going upstairs, and even sometimes as an adult, there are times <laughs> when like, <laughs> there are times when like the idea of this cho- this troll chasing me up the stairs freaks me out. Like it, it, it totally creeps me out. He's horrifying. He really is. He is creepy looking. He's definitely creepy looking. He's got like a giant head and all this weird hair and claws. And he has like two noses and he's slimy and he has big teeth. He's horrifying. (laughs) You just described half of the drag queens in Raleigh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get so much shit for that. Um, Like who, Bob? (laughs) (laughs) I played the fifth on Don't check it out now. (laughs) Don't come get me. (laughs) Those Southern queens are serious. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, everyone in New York is like, Tina Burner lived in your basement. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Were you scared of Trentor as a kid? Yes, I was terrified of him. Um, There was one part I think it's when Ernest drops Kenny off and the troll attacks him. That part for me was like the scariest with him. And also the first kid he takes Joey, Joey, when yeah. he's in the woods um, and he's like trying to climb up that Creek. It's I guess it's supposed to be a ravine in the movie kind of thing, but he's literally like <laughs> falling in a puddle and he can't handle it. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, he's, he's like, go and get me anybody. I'm like, you're in a puddle, Joey. Just stand up. You're fine. Just, you'll be he's okay. He's like little John in, in Robin Hood. Yeah. In tights. <laughs> I can't swim. <laughs> There's like maybe moisture in the air. It's not. <laughs> it's just like, humid. There's yeah, not yeah, even a creek. Yeah, there's nothing there. <laughs> uh, but then the like the troll does take him right there. And with the kid on the skateboard, that freaked me out. I was gonna say the kid on the skateboard is the part that really freaked me out. Also, I think the first time you really see the troll like like unleash his his like strength mm. is the scene <laughs> granted it ends in a funny way <laughs> but the scene in the pickup truck when <laughs> when he's fighting Ernest and yeah. he's like he like rips the door off the the car and he's like stabbing into it with a sword it's yeah. like it's crazy a- as a kid that was horrifying <laughs> sorry yeah <laughs> it really was no especially the sword because it comes through the uh, roof of the cab I know so it's like ooh. It was really scary to me because I, uh, I I just like, I don't know. I have a very vivid imagination. So anytime I'm like, like if I'm driving home alone at night, I have, it's very easy for me to freak myself out. If I'm walking to my car alone at night, it's like, it's very, even things that are like ridiculously fake, like the troll in this movie. It's like, am I going to see the troll in this movie? It it just (laughs) freaks me out. Did you ever have that? Yeah, mine is. 
is the fucking wolf from Neverending Story. Yours has always been the wolf from Neverending Story. Yeah, though. no, that fucked me up good. <laughs> what I, was his name? Gamork. Gamork. <laughs> <laughs> That's his name. It's just funny because he really is horrifying, but his name is like, oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of sounds Gamork. like a way to say hi, doesn't it? Mm, Gamork. <laughs> Gamork. <laughs> Gamork, Jim. You getting your coffee? Yeah. <laughs> no, but all the same things like being freaked out going up staircases, mm-hmm. like turning blind corners. <laughs> yeah, it, it it really will fuck with you when you're a kid. Yeah, I have to admit, I've, I've never been worried that he's in the backseat of my car. That, that is that is a line he hasn't crossed. Yeah, that, really? one's, that one's Urban Legends. <laughs> <laughs> the movie? Yeah. I, oh, my God. For the longest time driving at night by myself, like, I was for sure I was going to look in the mirror and see that stupid, like, what is she even wearing? Is that, like, a ski mask? Like, what is that? It, she's not even wearing a mask in the first one. Yeah, she, she wears, like, is. a is fencing she? mask. Yeah, it's like a fencing mask. But then she cuts. The girls no, the fencing mask is the second one. Is it the second one? The first one, she wears the hoodie, the parka. Oh, you're right. But, um, yeah, I just because she kills that one girl. And then he's like, she, he's, there's someone in the back seat. And it's yeah. like, her, yeah. So. He kills, well, it's Michelle. Yeah, Jess and I have, I know Jess used to at least be afraid of that if she still isn't. You so. know what's so strange? I don't really have a fear of someone, uh, I'm literally setting this up for someone to <laughs> fucking kill me. Uh, I don't have a fear of someone being in my car. Like, I don't have a fear. Like, once I'm in the car, I'm usually pretty fine. I have the fear of, like, someone chasing me to my car. I mean, yeah, I can see that. Mine's ghost face for that one. But For, for me, it's just regular people. Okay. <laughs> That's her. Doesn't have to be a made-up person. I just, have, I just don't like the idea of uh, someone kind of, like, uh, it, it creeps me out. Yeah. But, um this this movie is kind of like for kids and this is something that we've kind of touched on in the past is that i feel like people trusted especially in like the 80s and 90s people trusted kids to like they were like you can handle this the the culture around children when we were little was just much different i'm going to sound like an 84 year old man saying <laughs> back in, in my day, day. <laughs> uh, but it was like especially like before like cell phones and everything it was just kind of like if you wanted your kids to go away which most people did you just told you just kind of like sent them into the streets and like when the streetlights come on and come back home otherwise we'll know there's something wrong you know so it was like yeah it was just like i don't know yeah it feels a bit like it's a a, a slightly different culture um and I, I think you see that a lot in this movie is that like one thing we've talked a lot about is the fact that like in in our movies and I'm sure that there are in other kids movies today as well. But in our movies, there were a lot of jokes that were intended for the adults. And you see that a lot in this movie. And I'd love for them to bring that back because <laughs> we have two very well, two young um, kids in our family, and um, like trying to watch some of their movies with them. I'm like, please don't make me sit through that again, please. I know. I can't do it. <laughs> there have been times when we watch movies with them, and it's like I'm I'm glad that they enjoy it, obviously. But there are times where I'm like, God, you couldn't have thrown a couple jokes in here for us, like <laughs> <laughs> anything, <laughs> literally anything. Um, what was the show that Zach used to watch? When he was little, uh, discovering people. Oh my God! With what's his name? With Aaron Neville, oh and he was like, ha, 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 ha. "Yeah, <laughs> I can't even remember. The, I can't remember the show. I, only I can't remember, remember the name of the the fucking show. But my God, he watched it all the time, and I just used to be like, nah! I was like pulling my hair. Out. Even Franklin, that stupid fucking turtle. I was like, Zach, please just let start to like anything else, <laughs> anything. <laughs> uh, trying to watch Dora where she just blinks at you, and you hear blink, 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 blink. And I'm like, God damn it, please anything. <laughs> and he's like, again, another one. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, Dora's done. <laughs> Snap time. <laughs> Zach, Dora's dead. <laughs> <laughs> She's exploring the beyond now. <laughs> this is why none of us have children. For real. I'm like, I cannot be trusted with children. I would I would ruin them. I would ruin children. I'm positive. I'd show them this movie and that would be it. They'd never sleep again. Because this troll is fucking terrifying. Yeah. Um obviously in our family we have a lot of like we have a lot of movies like that. We have TV shorts like Witches Night Out, mm-hmm. we have Hocus Pocus. HR but we, stuff. HR, oh my god, I can't <laughs> believe we we haven't talked about that one either. But again, not also a Halloween terrifying. movie. What? what? Also terrifying. Oh my god. HR puppet really? stuff is scary looking. I'm sorry, he freaked I mean, me he out is, when I was yeah. a kid. This didn't scare you, but HR puffin stuff did. I was 
albeit younger, the first time I saw HR Puff and stuff, and B, it's a person in a giant puppet head. It's just freaky looking. <laughs> Can I tell you the most? It's not really like a tangent, but it's a funny story. Go ahead. When I went to Williamsburg with Jess and Zach once, um, there's like a kid section there, and they had um, a couple of the characters from Sesame Street. And I was talking to Jessica, because Zach was really little, and he really wanted to meet Big Bird. And I was like, the guy in the Big Bird costume looks like really pissed to be here, because he was literally just like standing there. They like have, it. but I guess I said it like a little too loud, and I wish that the people listening to this could see what it looked like. But imagine he was just staring forward, and I was just a little bit off to the left. He did it like in two steps, but with, and obviously he couldn't change his facial expression, but he just kind of like turned slowly and like looked at me like stared me down through that costume that was the most afraid i've ever been a big bird in my life i was like that guy's gonna kill me <laughs> that was the time huh yeah sorry super random but whatever uh yeah i don't know i'm still kind of stuck on the fact that you're scared of of puffin stuff i loved that movie especially uh billy hayes who played uh witchy poo that was a dude no <laughs> Is Billy Hayes a woman? Yes. Oh, I didn't know who that was. <laughs> I just assumed Mrs. Peacock is a man. I would have believed it though. If, wait, what? I said I've got some bad news for you about Billy Holiday. Well, Billy Holiday, I knew, but oh, sorry. <laughs> Ooh, sorry. That was a man. <laughs> well, I would have believed it. I should just it. let you believe it. No, that was—that's the perfect Bob isn't no, right there. Billy Hayes was—is a—it still is. She's alive. Uh, is oh, a famous sorry, character Billy. actress who very famously played Witchy Poo on on HR Puff and stuff. <laughs> but she uh, she was like my favorite part of that whole thing. The movie Puff and mm. stuff still to this day one of my favorites. I rented it not that long ago <laughs> and watched it. You it's can rent great. it. Where did you rent it? I think it was like Prime, Amazon Prime. I haven't been able to watch that in years. But then I was with Candace and Kyle the other day and. We mentioned it, so Kyle started looking it up, and he found some of the songs, and I was like, oh, my. it took me, like, straight back. <laughs> and I forgot how much I wanted to be a witch in that movie so bad. I know. The witches in that movie are so great. And they I are. wanted to, I still to this day kind of want to live in Witchy Pooh's castle. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> that carrot bitch, what's her name? Do you remember? The carrot bitch. The one with the carrot ring that Witchy Pooh wanted really bad. Oh, was that, uh, was that? She uh, was, wasn't she the, she was, like, the reigning witch of the year or something like that. I was, just, is it Witch Hazel? Oh, I, no, it's Boss Witch. It's oh, Boss Witch. Well, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> and it was played hard. by Mama Cass. Was it really? Yeah, it was played by Cass Elliot. Holy hell. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she probably should have had <laughs> Ernest scared stupid carrots. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there are so oh, many Mama people Cass. out there who are like, the fuck are they talking about i know they're like what the <laughs> fuck is puff and stuff and god and I literally it's like us and everyone over the age of 35 is like yeah I know that. <laughs> and everyone else is like totally um <laughs> yeah what the hell were we talking oh uh sorry ernest scared stupid, ernest scared yeah. stupid is a, is another movie um <laughs> that this episode's about but that's kind of what i'm saying is like you watch something like puff and stuff and it has a lot of entertainment for the adults. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. It, and that's kind of what I love so much about Ernest. It's like Ernest was very smart. It didn't like it didn't talk down to kids. It kind of let you grow into this humor and this style of 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 uh character development, I guess. And I think that's why we are the way we are is because of people like Jim Varney who kind of had that. It was like Mel Brooks for kids. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, our childhood was filled with Mel Brooks, Robin Williams, Jim Varney. Um, who else? There's a couple others. Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane. Uh, yeah. All kinds of, there was, there were so many uh, people who were making movies like that. And I think that that's kind of the funny thing especially about Ernest and you know now we're kind of getting into the territory of is this a Halloween movie is this a horror movie how does this hold up against the other movies kind of in this category obviously Ernest Scared Stupid is much different from a movie like Hocus Pocus Hocus Pocus kind of has like the Disney magic element and it it, it again is like very clearly for children even things like Winifred saying cheese and crust. <laughs> um, 
but I feel like the 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 kind of difference between Hocus Pocus and this movie is that this movie it has a little more like grit. You know what I mean? This leaned into the scary where Hocus Pocus wasn't very scary. Yeah. Um but for a young person this movie could be really frightening. There's some frightening imagery. All of the trolls in this movie, even at the end when when Trantor's you know family is sprouting up from the beans from the uh, Brussels sprouts in the ground, <laughs> um, I you know you see a lot of a lot of like creepy imagery. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. There's definitely like I I'm a little creeped out by like the little kids as wooden dolls. Definitely mm. like that's definitely a creepy image. It's it's very eerie. It's like weird. It weirds you out. Yeah, that's a little <laughs> uncanny, I think is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, that and there's like a lot of scenes like where he literally takes children. Like it's like he literally like he attacks kids <laughs> in that movie. So it's like. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe that's part of why when we were kids, it was more scary to us because it's like, well, we're the bait. We're, yeah. the, we're the thing he's after. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't give a shit about you. He wants me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we also talked about it before. Joey's parents didn't even seem to care that he was gone for at least four hours. We didn't even hours. see them until, yeah. <laughs> until he came back. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny, Sam, that before, when we were kind of talking about recording this episode, uh, you had said to me, you were like, I really need to watch this movie because I haven't seen it in a very long time. And that was shocking to me because this is kind of one of those movies where it's like, Every October, I reach for it. I, I watch this every year. Maybe not on Halloween, but I do watch this every spooky season. I wonder why this movie didn't make the cut for you. I'm not sure I can really give an answer. I don't know what it is. It just, it never, it didn't stick with me the same way that a lot of other movies stuck. But you enjoy it. Yeah, no, it's a good movie. I don't dislike it by any means. I think it's really funny. Um... It but yeah, no, it do. just it just didn't it didn't enter that that kind of special like space. super that like this is important to me. Yeah, no, it, it's an enjoyable movie. I I like it. <laughs> but do you it have just a favorite moment? My favorite. Um, pretty much every time Eartha Kitt's on screen. Eartha Kitt <laughs> is easily like the best part of this movie because you, here you have this like phenomenal actress but she's able to kind of meet Jim Varney in this like ludicrous space and match it and like kind of improve upon it it Eartha Kitt is just a treasure in this movie <laughs> <laughs> she plays old lady Hackmore which is uh, first of all, I don't think what was she when she filmed this movie? She she's probably like in her sixties, maybe. I don't yeah, fifties or sixties. Um, and they're like old lady Hackmore, and she's like she's running around faster than half the fucking kids in this movie. But she is just like she plays this eccentric old woman who is just like a recluse and a hermit, and she makes these like weird metal sculptures in our yard and always is kind of like strangely working with fire <laughs> <laughs> or giant can openers giant can <laughs> openers but again that's like the ridiculous that we were yeah. talking about before oh my god I, i'm dying I, my dinner is coming back um <laughs> L- lady hackmore is like she is the embodiment of the ridiculousness of this movie that i love because we see kind of the slapstick farcical side of everything with Lady Hackmore. She has that scene where she's like, like you said, she's she's got the huge, massively oversized can opener and she's trying to pry Ernest out of a can. <laughs> and like the her shooting fire at him and like she's kind of the the crazy um what what's the word I'm looking for? The 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 person who's like always like warning everyone about everything. Yeah. Uh, and and she just like cannot 
to let go of the fact that that Trantor is coming and that Ernest is going to let him out. And it's like Ernest just follows everything she says to a T. He's like, well, Lady Hackmore said if I put my hands on a tree like this on the day before Halloween, like this. (laughs) And it's like, like, that's the humor. You're in on this like joke that clearly is intentional. I, I don't know how to explain the humor in this movie. It's just very it's a it's a almost a dated humor. Yeah. I mm. feel like it is because people today don't or I should say younger people today, like people in who are like kids or young adults, they don't react to this humor the same way that we do, I find. That's true. And I don't know why. I don't know what about that humor doesn't speak to them. We've kind of lost the like slapstick yeah, Borscht belt. I was gonna say humor. it kind of fits. Like I feel like their version of it today is more like that, like Will Ferrelly type of stupid, where it's just like really exaggerated and like just really random and like whatever is going on is going on. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like with Ernest, it has more of like like you said before, like a kid's version of a Mel Brooks movie, where it's yeah. physical slapstick, but it's also somewhat intelligent and um, like I don't know. It's very intentional. Where yeah. a lot of the humor in in movies today feels very like like you look at someone like Melissa McCarthy I think Melissa McCarthy is very funny I think she's a very talented actress but a lot of her movies the lines feel they feel improvised yeah they feel like they were just riffing and they kept the best one whereas humor like this movie feels much more intentional. It feels very scripted. Even the ones, even the lines that are like one-offs, like Ernest has a lot of those jokes. Like, like when he, <laughs> like when he's like, when he's being chased by that, that troll and yeah. he looks up and he, and the troll is like standing over him and he's like, ah, uh, uh, I'm thinking of a number. Uh, think of a number between one and ten. Is it two? And then he pokes it in the eyes. <laughs> it's like just yeah. these like funny moments, but it's like, but they they fit into the story. Like, yeah, the humor is much more story driven, whereas yeah. today it's much more like it's just outrageous. We're just gonna put the whatever humor we yeah. want in anything. I, again, I'm I'm not trying to be the old guy yeah. shaking his fist at the moon. It's but like, like <laughs> it's like intentional versus unexpected, essentially, right? Yeah, I feel like the humor, especially when it comes to Ernest, is much more story driven. Everything is situational. Yeah. It because we grew up in a time when it was like there was a lot more situation comedy there was a lot on TV in movies everything was story driven whereas now it's kind of reality TV whatever happens in the moment kind of creating a story out of like bits and pieces mm-hmm. where as opposed to having a story that kind of arcs very well um and that was that's something i love so much about this movie and and the character of Ernest is is so well crafted you know sometimes i experience this where people come to me and they say like oh pissy miles is so this or pissy miles is so that it's like they'll they'll say like you know so well who pissy miles is and it's because you know not spoiler alert i'm i'm playing a character as pissy miles Mm -hmm. obviously she has a lot of me in her but like I was so inspired by people like Jim Varney and Mel Brooks and these and even Barry Humphreys, someone like Dame Edna, mm-hmm. who is so good at creating this persona that they can then play around in. Um, and and that's something I would love to see more of in today's comedy. And even more so in today's comedy horror, because you're starting to see it in little bits and pieces like did you see uh, Attack of the Killer Donuts? No. No, I haven't. Oh, it's really good. <laughs> it's like one of those horrible B-movies, but it's very funny. Or Cooties. Did you see Cooties? Yes. Cooties is kind of the same way where it's like you took this ridiculous situation and really sat down and wrote it well and played it out. And that's kind of what I think of when I think of this movie. I think of really well-written comedy that is very well executed and very intentional. I agree. And even like the physical comedy in this is really funny. And even if it's like, like, like when, um, what's his name? Trantor. Is that his name? Tr- uh, Trantor. Trantor. Sorry. Um, uh, 
<laughs> oh god. Bob's gonna get us canceled. Oh, no. <laughs> Mispronouncing things when, and when, making a sound the way we're not. When the troll is chasing <laughs> is chasing Ernest and he's like, you know, kind of like oblivious to it, and it's like in the middle of the day, and then he just opens the car door and he runs right into the door. Yeah. Like <laughs> stupid shit like that shouldn't be funny, but it was like everything I wanted Leprechaun to be. I know. <laughs> also part of the humor is it's very sincere it's very much like it's not snarky it's not kind of tongue-in-cheek even it's just this is a funny thing yeah yeah exactly (laughs) it's like here this is my gift to you it's yours have it um and i think that's a really good way of putting it it is very like sincere and straightforward and that it's like it's simple but in the best possible way it's like they knew what was funny and they were like, we're just going to do that. We're not going to mess around with it. We're not going to try and reinvent the wheel. We're just going to do what is funny. And it also kind of fits into the idea of who Ernest is. He's like I said in the beginning, he's this kind of bumbling, lovable idiot who just like doesn't know what he's doing ever, but has the most confidence in himself. (laughs) And, he's doing it with the best intentions like he's very giving and he's very caring and loving and he's always trying to help everyone around him but he's dumb and so it's like he gets himself into these ridiculous situations and has to find a way out and that to me is the kind of comedy I look for in a movie like this because it on its face is ridiculous Trantor is ridiculous oh yeah and the idea of like him thinking you need Miak. <laughs> it's like it's a it's like you said it's absurdist. But he's so dumb. He's trying to be smart, so it's like he knows all these weird things. And one of them is uh, authentic Bulgarian Miak. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, it must be Miak. It's like, no, idiot. It's milk. Like, <laughs> which, by the way, is also ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's kind of the love I have for Ernest. It's like no, but we had to have a scene of people like chucking dairy products at the trolls. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, again, that kind of falls into what I love so much about the slapstick of this movie is obviously the finale when all the trolls are getting hit with milk products and there's like powdered milk and and yogurt and <laughs> like all this shit and he's like he's pouring milk, but. The thing I love so much is you see, again, these other sides of Ernest. Uh, Kenny, who's the little kid in in the movie, has a really great line at one point um, where he he looks at Ernest and he's like, Ernest, you're a really great bunch of guys. (laughs) And it's like... (laughs) Yeah, that was was right after Dress Shield, wasn't it? Or was that in the... the I can't remember exactly when he says it. I think it's... um, I actually think it's in the tree fight. Oh, it is in the tree fight. Um... The first time when the the what's the mayor's name the I don't the remember. boys the two boys oh uh, oh god I can, it like, starts with hear. an M it's like I, I want Murdoch like, Murdoch it's the Murdoch boys <laughs> when they attack them in the tree which by the way yeah <laughs> let's talk about that for a second <laughs> they fight them back by like throwing pizza at them and I was like how is this a bad thing yeah, <laughs> I, was I, know. Like, <laughs> I was like I was like you got any ice cream send a soda yeah. like <laughs> we're, we're gonna have a snack while we beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Um, it, right after that he says Ernest you're a great bunch of guys and obviously over the course of this movie we see that because Ernest kind of has these like again sur- like surrealist kind of ridiculous moments where he like breaks character and goes into these other characters and they're like fully realized like fully costumed and visualized and you have like a World War One airman. You have you have like a, a Caesar. You have Caesar. You have an Ottoman a Botswanian soldier. lumberjack. A Botswanian <laughs> lumberjack. 
What's the line that you love? Because uh, uh, they're talking about um, they need the high ground, and they're talking about Botswana and the Ottomans for whatever yeah. reason. And um, he's like, in order to have the high ground, you have to have trees. And he's like, I'm a Botswanian lumberjack, I, and I never had a job. Because <laughs> there's no trees in Botswana. And there are no like, trees in Botswana. Yeah, exactly. I know, because I'm a Botswanian lumberjack, and I have never had a job. There it is. Like, that's, the, that's the line. It was like, but again, it's like that perfectly written joke where it's yeah. like, it just it has like a setup and a, and a, and a punchline. It's like it has the right rhythm of humor um and he he, i mean he has all kinds of things he has uh he has the two old ladies one who's like a i love them a hairdresser (laughs) and one who's just like an old jewish woman (laughs) in a neck brace (laughs) in a neck brace for some reason and uh but the, the thing is like that's kind of what I love about this movie. It's like, it kind of has queer shit in it. It has yeah. drag in yeah. this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, you could have hired Lady Bunny to play Ernest. <laughs> um, it would have been a much different movie. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the, I, I do love it. I love uh, the two old ladies. They have some of the best lines in the whole movie. They do. I was just thinking that. <laughs> the old, the um, sassier, older one, I think, has probably the best one. You know, it's funny. I, there's a part of me that would love to do the like the younger hairdresser who's, yep. <laughs> who's like, you can fix anything with dress shield. And it's like, but I'm probably the older like B. Arthur you woman. Are, yeah. <laughs> who's like, a woman's work is never done. <laughs> <laughs> and then since a random like, uh, what, what are those things? The, the ma- there were mailboxes. No, no, I know. But like, <laughs> it was like a drone. I, yeah, I was going to say a drone. It was like a drone to send milk A primitive controls. drone yeah. from 1991. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and and it's like you have these two like old ladies who are in the mix, and he just has all these ridiculous characters that have like some of the funniest lines. <laughs> and then there's like there's some of them that like clearly the editor threw in because he was like this doesn't make any sense, yeah. but it needs to stay. Like when he's when he's like, I thought we need a dress shield, and then he breaks the the windshield, the windshield by yeah. accident, and it cuts away, and he's like, Ugh. and the mayor's like. And then it just cuts back to the the, the, <laughs> the, hairdresser. the hairdresser lady, and she's like, "Do you smell fish?" And it's like, <laughs> and that's scene. just the end yeah. of the scene. It's like it's so <laughs> ridiculous, but it's so funny. That used to be my um, that used to be my text ringtone. I know you also created a small gif of it, didn't you? I did it. Well, it's not a gif. It's a. I literally just put the video on oh. YouTube of "Do you smell fish?" <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> I used to I used to post it on things. We said that for years. And no I still say yet. it. <laughs> that's true. Like no context needed. At any time you can just be like, "Do you smell, Do you fish? smell fish?" Well, that's the best part. It comes totally out of context in the movie. That's true. It doesn't need context. It's it just like it doesn't even have context. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> have context literally at all. So that's kind of the perfect thing about it is like you can just pepper a conversation with it. Anytime there's a lull, just throw in a "Do you smell fish?" <laughs> Oh my god! It is honestly one of my favorite lines in the whole movie. I think. Do you have a favorite? Well, you said you like I the mean, Botswanian I lumberjack. I like the Botswanian lumberjack. I love the woman's work is never. Done. I say that all the time when somebody asks me to do something and I don't want to do. It. I'm like a woman's work is never done. But um, <laughs> but I also really love the one part where um, the troll because I'm not even gonna try and say his name again. Trantor. Uh, Trantor. Uh, um, <laughs> Is cornering Ernest, and he's like, "That's like the thirty days of September, and you're a club, and I'm a member." Where it's, like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's my club, and you're a uh, whatever. <laughs> he, he, but yeah, he like he can never get anything right. So it's like he says stupid shit like that, where he's like, he's like, "I can never get anything right. I don't know anything." It's like that thirty days of September. It's my club, and you're a member. It's like he just he. <laughs> Or when the trolls in the uh, little grocery store and the guy's trying to like use like um he's trying to play like charades with him again and, so, and he uh, takes out a shotgun at one point and Ernest throws milk over his shoulder without realizing it and scares the troll away and he looks at the guy he goes with his arms in the air he goes when you play charades you would play for keeps huh. <laughs> And it's like he has those little lines that are peppered throughout the movie that it's like every time he's on screen, it's just like it has that funny little button on it. Yeah. Um, What about you? Any favorite lines? Yeah. Do you have a favorite line from the movie? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I just watched it for like the third time today (laughs) in in 34 years. 
Um, I do like the, the kind of the, the rolling impressions. Most of those are really funny. Any of the people he yeah, plays. Yeah, any of the people he plays are, are really good. I do. I I agree. I like the Botswanian lumberjack. <laughs> Botswanian? Is it Botswanian? Botswanian? I think he says Botswanian in the movie, but I've also butchered like three of the lines that I brought up tonight. <laughs> Bob's so like know. the Botswans. <laughs> <laughs> the Botswans. <laughs> Bob's just got a long neck coming out of his jeans. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the Botswanians. Um, yeah, I, but that's kind of my favorite thing about Ernest is that it just has this like crazy ridiculousness that you you don't get in a lot of other movies, especially these days. You don't see because there's no like modern equivalent of Ernest. I don't think. Can you think of anyone who's like like a like a recurring character who? has these kind of ridiculous situational movies. I think the last person we had was actually in a weird way, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. She had those kind of string of films where it was like, they were all different characters, but they all kind of had that same feel to them. Yeah. But again, it's not in earnest because it's like, you don't have that. And she, well, she does do the physical comedy. Like she likes to use that thing. Like where for some reason, she's just some random object and gets thrown like a thousand. I know. <laughs> she gets thrown into a wall. <laughs> Uh, I mean, there are the Medea movies, but that's yeah, that's, that's true. I'll give it Medea. Yeah. Medea is a, which, by a, the way, if you haven't, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you can go. I was gonna say the second Medea movie. Is it the second one? There, she has. He does. She has. Well, yeah, she does. Um, the it's two. It's the Medea Halloween one. The yeah, Boo. the second. Yeah, Boo Two or something like that. Yeah. That movie is fucking hilarious, especially when you're high. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say Medea is probably the closest thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow whoever thought we'd say those words (laughs) certainly not tyler perry (laughs) no no um but i guess you do kind of get a you get kind of a similar vibe from lady hackmore don't you think like uh, not i mean obviously they're not the same but it she has that same kind of quality where it's like she is just constantly running the show and we're all just trying to keep up. That's how I feel about Medea. Oh, yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. What, did you, what did you think I was no, talking I was, about? No, I... Because <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you were going on about... You know me. I'm dumb. And you were talking about Lady Hackmore for a second. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm with you. And then I was like, I'm not with you. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the parallel for me Yeah. between Lady Hackmore and Medea is that they're both kind of that, like older matronly character who yes is trying to make all this all the stupid people do what they want <laughs> i will say that medea is a perfect um uh middle ground of both of them because medea has a lot of very she funny does yeah moments. <laughs> yeah like especially like i lo- sorry i love the one and there's two of them in boo too but one of my favorite ones is when they're in the police station she's like we gotta get out of here to the person next to her she's like why she's like i'm on the wall we gotta go <laughs> <laughs> and it is so funny um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I again, that's kind of why I love uh Lady Hackmore, old Lady Hackmore in this in this yeah. movie is she has all of those like kind of like ridiculous moments. Like she, one of my favorites is uh when she's when she's um when she finds them at the tree and she's like, "Oh no, yeah. you're bringing the curse down upon us now." And she's like, <laughs> she just starts like freaking out on him. <laughs> and he, he has to chase her into the woods and she's like, she's like, "Get out of here before you bring the curse upon all of us." And he's chasing her into the woods and he's like, "We're not even really on your land. I'm sorry. We're kind of above it. Can we talk air rights?" <laughs> <laughs> uh and she has all kinds of other moments, like at the end when mm. uh, when the troll comes up to her at the tree, that, yeah. and she's like putting the the wooden children from when she was a little girl, and the the troll was originally there. She's putting the kids in the tree, and she's like, "Soon, soon, children, the curse will be undone, and you'll come back to me, or whatever the fuck she's talking about." And the <laughs> troll run comes walking up to her, and it's like, "Ah!" And then she's like, "Ah!" <laughs> and she just like screams in its face and scares it away. <laughs> Or the kid, like they could not have found a better person for yeah. the this role because she was so smart about how she played it. Because then you have these other like really caring moments from from Mrs. Hackmore. Yeah. She like 
like when Ernest is like finally getting it and he's he's you know defeating Trantor and he's like dancing with him and kissing him and she's like she looks very sweet it's like almost touching well they kind of set up their relationship to be like like she's supposed to be like maternal to him because he's supposed to be kind of like innocent and childish and (laughs) all that fun stuff so they do have a very cute relationship throughout the movie even if she's a little bit of a wackadoo yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah she's a hoarder with a heart of gold that one Yeah, I will I will agree with that. And you know what's funny? Never before I must be like I must be like menopausal because I was watching the movie tonight and it's like the end scene when like everyone like Trantor has been defeated and all the kids are coming out of the tree and like then it cuts to uh Ernest and he's standing there like just looking really sad. I was like, Oh, I got really I like got really sad and she walks over and she's like Ernest, what's the matter? And he's like, there's no one coming in, out of that tree for me. And I was like, I was like, what's happening to me? I was like, why am I getting upset? I'm glad I'm not the only one because him and Rimshot, the dog, like his, <laughs> his, um, his relationship with Rimshot is really cute. I know. Rimshot is in every movie. And when he comes out of the truck, I'll admit I'm always like, oh my God. You know? <laughs> is Rimshot your favorite character? I do love Rimshot. You know, you know dogs in movies with me. Like I, like it's, you know. Well, again, it's like, he kind of has this like, comic henchman that's like yeah. a little a little terrier yeah. <laughs> he's ba- it's basically scooby and shaggy basically except i can't tell who's who um <laughs> and rimshot is especially funny because they kind of it's like they kind of personify the dog quite a bit they give him yeah. like things to do and especially he's also clearly yeah. smarter than Ernest. Yeah, yeah the dog is like very clearly better at being a person than Ernest is there's that one really good gag where he dresses him up like a boy scout and tries <laughs> to get him to hold the dog. <laughs> that was the one I was gonna mention because he's like he's trying oh to put he has this giant it's a troll trap but it's like a it looks like a giant bear trap it's like yeah. massive and Ernest is like you know, Rimshot, you're one cute little dog, but you're one ugly little child. <laughs> and you, it cuts to a, a picture of the dog, and the dog has the stick in its mouth that's yeah. going to hold the thing open. And he's just looking at him like, the fuck do you say? Yeah. <laughs> it is really cute. And then he, he literally like, he's like, okay, Rimshot, bring the stick over. And it just keeps cutting. The dog never changes his face. He's yeah. just like giving him this look of death like, <laughs> and then eventually the dog just like walks away and he's like rimshot rimshot and it shoots him up in the sky he's like <laughs> he turns into like wario yeah <laughs> is is the when he comes back your favorite rimshot moment i mean no, i love um i really i think in that movie my favorite rimshot moment is probably the um the, the boy, boy scout. scout gag as well as in the beginning with the um when rimshot's trying to figure out how to save him from the the uh, trash dump, compactor yeah, the dump truck <laughs> but he's just like honking the horn like, <laughs> he's like making it worse and it's really cute yeah um, but yeah and he's and in the truck when he's driving the i was truck, gonna say when he he's driving the truck the tr- in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite scenes in the whole yeah, movie i won't even spoil it it's that good we rewind it and watch it every time oh i'm gonna spoil it i'm gonna talk about Oh, no, just kidding. The whole fucking time. It's really funny because it, it's that scene I was talking about before when Ernest is getting attacked in the truck by Trantor and they end up in the bed of the truck. It's this like, it looks like like one of those like flatbeds that like you take a hayride on. Yeah. It's you know like a I mean? farm tractor <clears throat> pickup truck type of thing. And they end up fighting in the back of the truck and Ernest throws rope at Trantor and knocks him off the, the flatbed. But then Trantor grabs the rope and it's attached to the truck and he's like pulling it back. So Ernest is like, Rimshot, put it in reverse. (laughs) And so Rimshot throws the car in reverse and manages to drive it backwards. And uh, what does he say? Something about uh, uh, about a a bumper and... Oh, here's a bumper sandwich, booger lips. That is one of my favorite physical comedy moments because, in any movie. Because he's like, Banzai! Yeah. And it starts driving backwards and, and it, you just... It's that long shot away. I know. <laughs> and you see the troll just be like, Whoa! Yeah. And then the... The, tr- <laughs> the truck, you just see this like... The camera like follows the truck down the road, and then there's what is clearly a doll of this, of this troll. And the truck hits it like... <clears throat> 
The bumper of the truck hits this thing square in the face, <laughs> decapitates it. The arms fly away. It's like yeah. this. This troll. If this was really the troll, he would be fucked yeah. up. <laughs> that troll was done. Yeah, that thing goes down like a sack of bricks. It is like yeah. It, the Trantor gets fucked up, but it's so funny. You have to watch and it if you haven't seen it. It moves in such a like, in a way that you would like. Like it kind of makes sense that it's not like some like weird craziness. It's a little crazy. But it just fits <laughs> enough that it could be real. Like it's like good it, enough. It, yeah, it's so it's so well done. I don't know how many times they had to do that scene, but it was really funny. I hope it was a lot. Like I hope yeah. somewhere out there, there are just like a million takes of Ernest hitting Trantor <laughs> with the truck. <laughs> I bet you there are a couple where the doll's head like flies off and stuff like that. God, I hope so. One of them's in the movie. <laughs> Is it, does that head come off in the movie? It certainly looks like it. It cuts away very quickly, but like. For a split second, you're like, something's not right I, here. I will say, one of the reasons it looks so realistic is because when he gets hit, with the, his body goes down, but his head totally bounces on the pavement for a second. <laughs> <laughs> and the way his hair goes, because it's a little long, so it's like, it's like in his face. It's so funny. <laughs> oh my God. I wish I could describe it better. Um, you mentioned something just now that I thought was actually kind of important to touch on before we before we say goodbye to Ernest. No. Um one of the things that we talked about when when we were watching this earlier, because we did, we watched this, you know, together just yeah. to kind of freshen up on on the movie. One of the things that you said that really stuck with me is like, we were we were commenting on how good the practical effects of this movie are, and like the tr- how, what makes the troll so scary is is that he's like real. He looks very real, yeah. and he has all these like animatronic parts in the mouth and the like everything is very physically there and it's horrifying but what's funny is you're like you know it's funny it's amazing how how great this guy looks especially when you consider that like today this would be entirely cgi yeah and i was like yeah it probably would this most of this movie would have been cgi oh absolutely and it's so I know I go on this about this all the time. I'm such a like <laughs> where's the dress nasty old woman. I know, <laughs> and it's like I'm not anti CGI, but it should only be used to enhance what's already there, in my opinion. Yeah, I and just, when you need to put a like thirty foot tall T Rex on the screen. Well, yeah, good. but that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> if it is something that you just physically cannot do, that's one thing. But I feel like a lot of times they take the cheap, easy way out, and it's like you don't need to animate something like. Trantor even in like uh not the nun but um Conjuring 2 where it's like Valak's face is like so CGI'd and I'm like why like like, this is so easy to do practically why are we doing this with CGI and uh, now that we have you back Barb uh, (laughs) it (laughs) has way too much CGI it's like it it's unnecessary and as a as someone who grew up with practical effects, it pulls me out of the movie to like see all that animation. And I'm glad that this movie exists in from a time when that was not the way it would have been made. Because even like when you think about like today, like when they, I mean, unfortunately, it got canceled. Spoiler alert. Uh, but like with the uh, the Dark Crystal on Netflix, yeah, they didn't. I mean, they used some. I don't know. I guess they used some CGI. I'm sure they used a bunch of CGI, but, but not. Mm-hmm. But the costume, yeah, and like the Skeksis, like you can tell they went old school, like there is somebody in the costume and it makes it more real, even though they're puppets. Yeah. Like it just, the the way everything moves physically within the environment just makes more sense. It doesn't look ridiculous or like computer animated and like. Because there's only so much you can do to make something artificial look real. At a certain point, there's going to be either the Uncanny Valley or there's going to be just kind of a uh like a strange this doesn't this isn't quite right feeling yeah Yeah. and that's why i'm such an advocate for practical effects because the more you can do them the the closer you're going to get to convincing me that this is really happening another amazing example is star wars because when you think about the original trilogy when they do the um the run for on the death star Mm -hmm. that was all built like sets that they then like did whatever they could so even though it looks kind of fake but like it looks in my opinion realer than some of the cgi they've used in star wars you know what i'm talking about yeah i do because it's like 
it just has like I don't know it just has like an artificial look to it versus something that's tangible and real and like getting hit with the light and like yeah but that's something I love about this movie uh, you know since I've complained enough now I should probably say something else. <laughs> that's something I really love about this movie is the fact that so many practical effects were used I mean I don't think there's any siege uh, there's like you know when the trolls are killed there's like a little bit of cgi but it's <laughs> yeah. like not cgi it's like oh it's like 80s 90s CGI. 80s animation <laughs> i'm trying to think. it's like what else i mean did they have any like magic in the worst witch because it would probably be like that yeah it was the same kind of like visual yeah. effects like camera effects of of the powerpoint animations basically yeah um it was like uh uh what was the, what were those websites? The GeoCity. It was like a GeoCities oh website gosh, version yeah. of of, <laughs> of uh, visual effects. But that that is something I will say I love so much about this movie, and it's part of what made it so scary to me as a kid is that here was this horrifying looking troll existing in the same world as these kids, and I was like, "Fuck this! I'm out! I'm done!" <laughs> and he runs through that fence chasing um, Kenny. Yeah. Oh my god! Horrifying. Yeah. Holy hell. He just books it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, that is for the most part what we love about this movie. But there are so many other really wonderful, earnest movies, like we said. And uh, maybe we'll revisit some of them in the not so distant future. You know, there is Ernest Saves Christmas. And uh, (laughs) it's October. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. It is still October. I know. I'm saying like in the not so distant future months maybe maybe we we could bring it up again <laughs> okay uh but sadly you know the the thing about the thing that always upsets me is that like you have this great character of Ernest mm. and uh you know Jim Varney was uh uh sadly we lost him to cancer a long a long time ago but um I think the beauty of, of someone like Jim Varney is that you have this really great collection of movies to go back to. And I know that every Halloween I'm, I come back to this movie and uh, I hope you guys do too. This is honestly one of my favorites. And I'm like I said, I'm very disappointed in myself for not having brought it up earlier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any closing thoughts, Barb? No, I think I said pretty much everything about this movie. at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Did I miss anything, Sam Baxter? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, then I'm going to call that a wrap on Ernest Scared Stupid. You should all definitely go check it out. Uh, it is on Amazon Prime for rent. It is not uh, available to stream uh, with your regular membership, but it is worth the three or four dollars that you'll spend yeah, on it this well. Halloween. Um, I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We certainly love it quite a bit. Let us know how much you loved it uh, by writing to us or, or uh, sending us a message. And uh, don't forget, obviously, we'll be back next week for week 11 of the 13 weeks of Halloween. We have new microsodes and main episodes starting next week. The microsodes will be on the Patreon. So check it out at My Spooky Gay Family on Patreon. Uh, And until then, stay spoopy and remember. Ernest, I know, I know what we need is a treehouse. I thought we needed dress shield. Direct hit. Way to go, Ernest. Do you smell fish? My Spooky Gay Family features music by Nate Walker, artwork by David Elon, and this episode contains clips from Ernest Scared Stupid, distributed by Walt Disney Studios Motion Pictures 1991. Please subscribe on iTunes, leave us a nice message, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Patreon. My Spooky Gay Family is a product of Barbara Duel Productions. Barbara Duel Productions.